Mr. Stephen Allen's SomeNews.co.uk, the podcast. Hello and welcome to another Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News podcast. Boom, this is happening. I've been nice and busy since the last one. I like this time of year because I pick up extra stand-up gigs and radio shows because other people get ill and I don't, so I can cover work. Seriously, I'm like one pandemic away from being famous. If that flipping bird flu had lived up to its promises, I'd be successful by now. People can never understand why I don't get ill. People say, Steve, are you like Bruce Willis's character in the film Unbreakable? And I say, what, bald? Why would you bring that into it? And they say, no, I mean, you can't get ill. And I say, oh, that makes more sense. Um, And then I tell them it's because I can smell ill on people. I really can. I can smell when people are ill or just about to get ill, and I stay away from people who smell ill. People look at me like I'm crazy, but this is my gift. This is my superpower. I can smell when people are ill. They can make a film about me. The third sense. I smell ill people. I could be like Bruce Willis in that film too. And people say, no, Steve, in that film, you wouldn't be like Bruce Willis's character. And I say... What, because in that film Bruce Willis had hair? Jeez, why'd you keep bringing it up? And they say, no, Steve, in that film Bruce wasn't the one with the special power. And I say, oh yeah. And they say, it's kind of like you're oversensitive about it. Anyway, in this edition, we'll see if we've still got the energy. We look at the mayor who's having a mare of a time. And something to do with bottoms. It's a classy podcast. Let's crack on. Bad phrase. Mr. Stephen Allen's Some News Podcast, the main news. Last time on the Some News Podcast, we were talking about the energy crisis in the UK. David Cameron was telling us we need to change our energy supplier. No dice, DC. Coffee is my energy supplier and I ain't swapping. The trouble is, we need new ways to get power. Gas is imported, the coal mines are all closed, oil is running out. That one is the real worry crude oil is what we use to make Vaseline from. And when it's gone, it's gone. That is a future I do not want to live in. Uh, Mr Jenkins, as as part of your health checkup, we have to check the old prostate. Now, I'd like to say this won't hurt a bit, but it will an awful lot. Oh, why does it have to hurt? Blame David Cameron for cutting green taxes. But why does that mean you have to leave your rings on? We can't even use nuclear power because people are scared of it now. They think it'll lead to us all being genetic mutants. Like, that's so bad. Have you seen the X-Men films? So, you want to join us? It says here, you are a level one mutant. What is your power? Um, I can smell ill people. Thankfully, some people are trying their best to sort this crisis and save the planet. Like the Welsh government, who spent £48,000 on a wind turbine that's been generating £5 of electricity every month. Pretty rubbish, even for February. But look, at that rate, it'll pay for itself in just 452 years. They're making the planet a better place for our children. Well, maybe not children. Maybe great-great-great-great-grandchildren. And the anti-green lobby are loving this. But they're missing the point. OK, it's only been making £5 of electricity a month at current prices. But energy firms are putting up their prices. British gas going up by 8%. So the Welsh wind turbine will soon be making £5.40 a month. 
And if they shop around, they could change suppliers. One that's more expensive, maybe go with SSE. They put their price up by 11%. So that wind turbine will soon be making £5.55 a month. Now who looks stupid? At that rate, it'll pay for itself in 402 years. You're welcome, great-great-great-grandkids. That's one great less. The trouble is, they installed the wind turbine in a sheltered valley. To find out more, I'm joined by a spokesperson for the government building contractors. Hello. Hello, Steve. So, did you put the wind turbine in the wrong place? Not at all, Steve. We put it in a nice, secluded valley. Aren't you meant to put it on the top of a hill or something? What? And let everyone see it, know it had ruined the beautiful scenery. So we put it in a valley where no one can see it. Well, no one can see it at all. Well... You can see it at night, Steve, because we had it floodlit. Doesn't that use a lot of electricity? Oh, it does. Our bills have gone through the roof. Well, it's not very green, is it? No, it's okay, Steve. The electricity we use for the lights comes from our solar panels. And have you installed those on the roof? Good God, no, Steve. They'd look terrible there. We put them in a spare room we had. Oh, yeah. And what did that room used to be used for? It was... An old photographic developing room. Yep, that makes sense. The somenews.co.uk podcast. There were headlines about Lady Gaga doing drugs. Can you imagine if you're the dealer and she walks up to you? You'd have to be like a bartender. Sorry, I think you've had enough. It was an interesting news story, and that's why, when I was covering a radio show, on that day, we did this. We get to find out the latest by crossing to America uh, to speak to Larry. What's the latest in the world of entertainment news, sir? Hey, Steve. Well, it's all over the papers that Lady Gaga said she had up to 15 joints a day. Wow. How does she keep so thin eating all that pork? Pork? No, Stevie. Joints, drugs. Oh, right, yeah, that makes more sense. Oh, well, that's a bit of a surprise. I know, who'd have thought? If only there was some clue, some subtle clue, in the way that she acted or the way she dressed. You didn't think it was strange that she wore a dress made out of meat? Well, not at the time, but now I realise it was just in case she got the munchies. I can't believe you're so surprised. Well, Steve, now I know the penny drops. In fact, I met her once, and I think she told me that she was carrying marijuana... But I just didn't think that's what she meant. All right, what happened? Well, we were at a premiere, and she came over and said, Hey, I'm Lady Gaga, and I've weed in my pants. And I thought... Yeah, we we know what you thought. All right, thanks for the update. Speak to you soon. Okay, toodles. On tire delight on the radio. Anyway, now I truly feel sorry for Lady Gaga. Of all of the weeks to come out as someone who had a bit of a problem with drugs, she admits to using marijuana... Just as we're hearing that the mayor of Toronto, Rob Ford, was caught doing crack. That makes you look like you got the weak sauce, Lady Gaga. He was doing Class A. Although, because he's Canadian, it's Class E. So, police got hold of a video of him doing crack. Rob had to give a press conference where he said... You asked me a question back in May. And you can repeat that question. Hmm. A question from back in May of 2013. What could it be? Um... Are you upset that Sir Alex Ferguson has stepped down? He lives halfway around the globe. He's probably a Man U fan. What was the question? Do you smoke crack cocaine? Exactly. Oh, I was so close. Yes, I have smoked crack cocaine. When, but sir? no. Do I? Am I an addict? No. When have you? Have I tried it? Um, probably in one of my drunken stupors. I love that logic. Have I smoked crack? Yes. Do I have a problem with substance abuse? Of course not, I was shit-faced. We've all got friends like that, though. They say they've quit smoking. 
No, no, I'm not a smoker. No, I only smoke when I drink. Oh, yeah. How often do you have a drink? Well, about 60 times a day. Let's back up for a sec, though. A mayor of a major city did crack. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a mayor who's done crack? What am I saying? I'm sat in London right now. Of course we can. Not that I'm saying that Boris Johnson has done crack. I'm saying he has the hair of a man who has. Just like I'm not saying Miley Cyrus's head is actually a recently neutered cat. I'm just saying it has the hair of one. Anyway, back to Rob Ford. He went on to say, I made mistakes in the past and all I can do is apologize but it is what it is, and I can't change the past. You don't think you can change the past? You're doing the wrong drugs, pal. Drop some acid, you'll soon change your mind. So, there was a video of you doing crack. That's bad news. I mean, okay, you'll get your 250 quid from You've Been Framed, but your career is over, right? Wrong. He refused to resign. <laughs> what is he on? Or crack, obviously, that's the whole point of the story. But then another video surfaced of him wasted, threatening to kill someone. Now, don't get me wrong, I am originally from the North, so I am au fait with the concept of being violently drunk. I also have lived in the South for quite a while, which is why I use the term au fait. But some of the things that he said during this angry rant, they just didn't make any sense. So he's pacing up and down in an office, ranting, giving it the old, I will kill him and all that. And then he says... I'll rip his f***ing throat out, I'll poop his eyes out, I will f*** when he's dead. He said, I will f*** when he's dead. Woohoo! Is he getting those Bon Jovi lyrics very wrong? My, my brothers are, don't tell me we're liars, thieves, birds. My brothers are, don't tell me we're liars, thieves and birds. Yeah, because if there are three things that no one likes being called, it's a liar, a thief or a bird. Someone calling you a bird, ooh, that's out of order. That Nelly Furtado song, pure self-hatred. Any 15 minutes, it's all, no f***ing interference, brother. If I win, I will f Donate. If he wins, he will donate. Good. It's nice that he gives something back to the little people. So, there we have it. Rob Ford, the mayor of Toronto, in a drugs, drink and violence scandal. At least there wasn't a sexual element, hmm? Oh, no, hang on. Next press conference. Oh, and the last thing was um, Olivia Gondak. It, it says that I wanted to eat her pussy, Olivia Gondak. I've never said that in my life to her. I would never do that. I'm happily married. I've got more than enough to eat at home. Thank you was very much. Anything that was <laughs> what? He says he wouldn't eat pussy because he's married. And we all know married men don't do that anymore. What was he trying? Was he trying to be witty and do like a version of the Paul Newman thing? On being faithful to his wife, Newman famously remarked, I have steak at home. Why go out for hamburgers? You see, you're meant to say, why go out for hamburgers when you have steak at home? Not, I've got more than enough to eat at home. That makes it sound like your wife has a really big one. Although I'll tell you why he didn't say exactly what Paul Newman said. Because Rob Ford, no two ways around it, is quite obese. I thought doing crack would make you slim. It was my one option. If all the other diets failed, I was going to do some crack. This guy has been having some of that full sugar crack that you never hear about. So if Rob Ford said, why go out for hamburgers, you'd think, come on, mate, you'd find room. The SomeNews.co.uk podcast. To Brazil, where it is awash with corruption these days, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Bottom. Smirk. This is because of the Miss Bum Bum beauty pageant that takes place in Brazil, looking to find the woman that has the nicest backside. But this year, there were claims that someone had been slipped a bung. Now, I will admit, I could have phrased that better. That sounds like someone was cheating in the not shitting yourself round. 
I, I don't know if they do different rounds like that. It's probably just based on looks. I don't think they judge it on the other qualities that a bum should have. You know, the water tightness, smackability, usefulness when needing to crack some walnuts, things like that. A Brazilian newspaper claimed that two of the entrants paid thousands of dollars to judges, but it looks like it was all hot air when neither of those two won. And why would you cheat to win that? If you want someone to say you've got a nice ass, just walk past a building site. And even if you win it, you can't put it on your CV. It says here you graduated top of your year, you were an intern at one of the big four companies, and you were Miss Bum Bum 2012. Oh, you'll fit right in. So, a trophy that effectively says, nice arse, must be one of the worst things anyone has ever won. But what's the worst thing that you've ever won? I asked the question on Twitter. Here are some of the answers. At Benditoes says, I won a photographic competition and they gave me a plaque with two brass peacocks on it. Tackiest piece of shit I had ever seen. Well, that just seems ungrateful, that, doesn't it? At Arterial Spray UK says, The Wife... That sounds really ungrateful. At Nick21860, bottle of HP sauce and a Tombola. It broke in my carrier bag on the way home and ruined some new clothes. You should just call it tie-dye and go with it. At Sugar underscore Mistress, panty liners for children after nappy but before underwear. Uh, Not great when you have eight boxes and no kids. And she sent me a picture of them. I like the fact that you've still kept them because you never know. You never know. At Adam Dempsey said, a Spice Girls puffer jacket. At Charlie underscore Morgan, a creepy China doll. It was a guess the name competition and I was being nagged to enter. When they call my name, I ran. And whatever you do, don't say the name of that doll three times in a mirror because it will appear. At Son of Gav, a jar of Marmite, hashtag Vegemite all the way. That's a good point. They might sort out the Middle East, but they will never reconcile the two major groups in society that are warring. Um, at Shahina underscore Ali, a Blue Peter badge. You're kidding me, aren't you? That's a good gift. That gets you, like, free entry into the Masons or something. I might not have read the details. At Gothboy UK, a pastel blue writing pad complete with minute envelopes marked par avion. Ooh, for the aeroplane. It may even have been scented paper. At Tangerine Bean, when I was a kid in the 80s, I won a giant box of microwavable meals and microfries from McCain. We had no microwave. Times were tough, yeah? At Steve Heff, I won a book, not only written by, but signed by Graham Pohl. At the underscore Spiz, I won a carrot-shaped biro in a school writing competition. Ooh, get you. Uh, The school then banned biros the following week. Oh, it never rains, but it pours. Uh, At SDB2092, a highlighter from a raffle. What am I going to do with that? I would imagine you would highlight things. At Prof's Lizard, when I was nine, I won a colouring competition. The prize was a whole Edam cheese. <laughs> like, hey, these days, I'd love a whole Edam cheese. That's an evening in. At Jamza32, a Bradley Cooper print from the movie A Place Beyond the Pines. They said they had posted out the Gosling one, which never arrived, so I got the Cooper one instead. At GT Waits, I won a makeup bag in a Tombola once. At Jew Rustler, Palmer Violet Talcum Powder on a Tombola. And that's the only thing I've ever won. Ah, meow, 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 meow. Violin noise. At Babylon underscore Gates. When I was seven, I won some Coleman's Mustard in the class raffle. Who the hell put that in a kid's raffle? Harsh times. I don't know. I remember it. You had to make your own entertainment in those days. And with some Coleman's Mustard and a cat, you could have 
Anyway, um, at Steph is here, bronze award for effort in PE, need I say more? And Rob Sky D, a tin of mushroom soup with a use by date of 1964. We'll be seeing you on Antiques Roadshow pretty soon. The SumNews.co.uk podcast. Your letters. Just time for another one of your letters. This one came through on email podcast at sumnews.co.uk. Dear Steve, I recently subscribed to your podcast on iTunes. Thank you very much. You could go to iTunes and subscribe. Thank you. Um, but why is it listed as an explicit one on there? Fuck knows. The sumnews.co.uk podcast. That's it for another podcast. If you've enjoyed it in any way, subscribe on iTunes. Check out it's on Stitcher, the Stitcher app as well. Uh, pass the link on to a friend. Spread the good word. If you can't wait for more, there's an archive of agonized podcasts and mini podcasts from radio shows, all at somenews.co.uk. And tweet me on Twitter at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time, bazi babas. The Some News Podcast. Get more at somenews.co.uk.